It was Jay He Chong, Still Live is the short film uh, that was made at the Rhode Island uh, School of Design. Uh, such an interesting film played at the Fantasy Sci-Fi Film Festival. It's about this person who has never met this their, their uh, university colleague and they visit the house for the first time. They pass away and it's a special balloon made out of their breath. I guess that's the, that's the summary, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. So what an interesting film. So what year do you think this is? What, what, what year are we in when this movie's taking place? Uh, I sort of picture it as like a near future. So like, and sort of like, like sort of like post-COVID since like remote working is like sort of getting normalized like now. So I think like people already got used to like work home and remote working system. So I sort of combine that situation with like this idea of the company and it came up with this film. So, okay, so you wrote, do you remember when you came up with this idea where you were, cause you wrote the screenplay where you were, where this kind of like story idea came up for you? Um, I think I first, had an idea of just the company but and I think that was like my freshman year when I was just doing one of the assignments for my class and the theme was uh, about memory so I sort of came out with sort of like a breath or like breath pot like the pot that contains someone's breath so like people can give out those before they die so it's sort of create sort of like an ironic situation like the breath leaves even after like their death yeah so so i kind of wanted to like the breath symbolize the life so and then i sort of thought about it could be interesting if there's like actual company like that provides those kind of service so i started from there and then I sort of start like creating more detailed stories like since junior year because in our school like we also have to make a junior film so I was originally like trying to make one for my junior film but then like the COVID broke so like the campus had to shut down so I had mm. to cancel all the plans and stuff so I had to like postpone all the plans and then I ended up making it as my thesis film. So tell me about, so tell me uh, your thesis film. So you're going, you go to a pretty big school. There's some pretty uh, accomplished people who have graduated from this program. What brought you to this school? What brought you, first and foremost, what brought you to Rhode Island School of Design? Uh, I think first, uh, one of my art teachers, <laughs> They were from RISD, so I got to like hear a lot about it from them first. And also by the time I was like applying schools, I wasn't actually sure about my majors at the moment. And I knew like RISD provides like um, foundation year. So like everyone takes like all the same classes mm -hmm. and we get to choose major after first year. So I thought it was pretty good opportunity for me because I wasn't sure about my major at the moment. Like in terms of like you wanted to tell stories, but you didn't know like in what field or? Yeah, it's like I was already enjoying like watching films and stuff, but I wasn't sure. It's like I like watching movies or I would like making one. Yeah. 
there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely different. And there's like a little semester between fall and spring, and we just call it like winter session. Mm-hmm. So during winter session, we get to take sort of non-major studios. And for freshmen, they can just take whatever major classes so they can try out if they have like some interest in like specific majors and mm-hmm. they could like figure out if they really like it or not. So I took um, stop motion animation class and I really enjoyed it. And and I got to like talk to few fewer people in the major and then I s- decided to go for like film gotcha. video major yeah because there's there's quite the accomplished uh animation program at your school right yeah because i've yeah i've talked to a few people uh who who basically who uh who've, who've gone to the animation at your school and obviously mm-hmm. seth mcfarland is the i guess he's mm-hmm. the the most famous i guess famous graduate of your of your program oh yeah <laughs> Okay, so tell me about so tell me about the process. So your this is going to be your thesis film. Do you send the script to your your uh, professors or your mentors? Like, what's the process of getting the film made? Oh, so um, so my track was live action tracks because our major is all combined, like film and animation, and also like experimental, like video, yeah, more like fine arts, and. So my trip was live action, and I think live action has more like set schedule. So we usually focus on pre-production and fall semester. So we develop ideas and um, write scripts and then like casting, location hunting, all this stuff happens in fall semester. And during that process, we sort of gather as a group and give each other's feedback for scripts and stuff and sort of give advice from um, professors and then yeah that little winter session period that's Mm -hmm. the main production part so usually all the people try to shoot their films during winter session and that's about like six weeks so but i think most people usually spend like four to five days shooting so tell me about the processes so everybody who's part of the crew is is goes to your school yeah so um usually like we ask around people and we like or like we just help each other mm. so we try to schedule each other so we don't really overlap or we sort of ask like underclassmen if they're interested in like certain positions so so it was yeah, a hard. Most of them are really was it hard, hard? To like it was like you have a producer and, and your DP. I'm assuming you're two most important people. Yeah. So I think my first, like the first person I tried to get was producer. So. And yeah. And then your and then your that was helpful. Yeah, like because they they kind of organ because you have like the the one key location, of course, right? Where did you find mm-hmm. that location? In the- uh. I just found it through Airbnb. Good. <laughs> yeah, and it was pretty hard because I was just, I had to be honest when I was, like, approaching to this, like, host, like, Airbnb host, and I need to, like, get 
approval and like permission from them like if it's okay to film there yeah but so it was i think the first place i try to get was she wasn't that comfortable with it so i ended up like looking for other places and fortunately i could find one and that was the film location i did for this film but i've seen like my a lot of my friends had like having struggles with finding locations or airbnb because a lot of people were like not sure about sure if it's okay or not so yeah. but there's a new site where like i guess they have like it's almost like the airbnb for locations mm-hmm. where you can go to and like they're just for filming or like or basically doing some sort of shoot yes uh, right Mm-hmm. there's also that that thing so obviously the locations this location's the key to your film like in so many yeah. in every way right so yeah. how did you set did you did you dress it like did you like as you added like record players and you had to add books i guess and like mm-hmm. how what did you change and from from the original kind of uh house um i think when i was like developing developing the characters I think I sort of just because the easiest person I could understand was myself. Yeah, sure. Or like, yeah, so I sort of try to get some parts of my personality and like put it to like my characters and also like for sort of like a reason to like save some money for props and stuff that I could use. So your Actually, character died, like you you died in the film, but you didn't die in real life, I guess, right? Yeah, practically, like, because when I was, like, talking to my friends and they always, they gave pretty similar feedback, oh, like, so practically you died. Yeah. But it, it's just different. Like, There's something so yeah, interesting about your film, though, about, like, the idea of the breath, but I, the idea of, like, going into somebody's home Mm-hmm. that you knew you knew them personally but then mm-hmm. you really get to know somebody when you go into their into their world i guess like if i went mm-hmm. into your where we're doing the podcast like we're talking virtually just like in the film mm-hmm. but say you entered my you would know like you would know a lot about the person i guess and who they are mm-hmm. i guess right yeah it's voyeuristic i guess but it's like it's almost but they're but they're not it's almost like uh because they're not there with us anymore. It's, I guess it's okay, but it's still kind of strange, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think I try to like bring up like that awkwardness yeah. as much as possible. Yeah, you do. So tell, yeah. me about your, so tell me about your two actors, especially your lead actor, where did you find them? Um, so I actually sort of knew her like back in sophomore year. Because, like, there is a um, Brown University, like, right next to RISD, and they had, like, this film club called EMP, and I sort of participated in that club in my sophomore year, and she was one of the actors in the project I participated. Yeah. So I kind of knew her, and then later I sort of, I was, like, looking through the actors on backstage to cast for my characters and somehow I found her on backstage so I messaged her and then we sort of got to talk and then she and I was I just explained the concept of my film and she 
and she really liked it. So we ended up doing together. And the other actor for 22, the stuff, I also just found him through backstage. Mm-hmm. And I had like some other actors who did like auditions, but, and I got to talk to them like a like, few times. And then I sort of thought he was the best fit. So. Gotcha. Yeah, no, they're they're terrific. It's like they're the kind of the key to your film in many ways, right? Because it's like you're they're showing this strange emotion, I guess, right? I guess you mm-hmm. kind of like did they see the location before you started filming? Like, or they just like take in everything when you when you're filming the film? Uh, I think. Oh yeah, I think they haven't got to spend much time in that place at first because I sort of booked the place like the day before actual production period. So mm. I just called them for like actual rehearsal, like the day before production. So that's how I would just wanted to give them like more like a guide, like how they should move, but yeah. not actually they could like get used to the space. Gotcha. So one of the, one of the more interesting scenes in your film is when they, go into the bedroom when they kind of lie down where they used to mm-hmm. sleep, I guess, right? Yeah. And like, so, so it's like, that's, so does that, do you feel that's like one of the more important moments in your film? Mm-hmm. Because I felt like the bedroom could be like the most private area. Yeah. And I think. So the, the, the themes of like voyeurism and kind of like, the themes of like uh like kind of like going into someone's personal space mm-hmm. that's something you'll want to explore in your future films as well is that something you're interested in yeah i think i like to focus on like specific relationship and more or like the, the relationship with the space itself and i just and I like um, sort of like actions tell the stories more than actual yeah. like verbal languages. And so I think I try to focus more on that in my film too. So you said in your in your bio that basically you value, value silence. And yeah. Interesting because it's like there's so much like you let the movie like it's cl- kind of a cliche. To say, mm-hmm. but you you let the movie breathe. You let the movie like mm-hmm. you have lots of long shots, mm-hmm. lots of just like kind of like physical moments where like mm-hmm. on the surface not much is happening, but then there's like I guess so much happening. I guess right. Like I guess that's your yeah. your that's kind of like it's kind of a gutsy directorial job that you do. <laughs> like it's like to make the film kind of like breathe, let it let it kind of simmer. I guess right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I also just kind of wanted to wanted the audience to get the visual information through the scene. Then, like, there's a lot of white in your film. Like, in, uh, mm-hmm. is, that, is that when you're searching for location, was that done on purpose? I think I was mainly searching for more like a small space and like yeah. small houses. So like that could sort of represent like how small she was. Yeah. And like 
a very just one like a house for like just one person type of space and that's also kind of why I was sort of looking for more like a taller actors so like the space itself could look way smaller when they're actually because the the gentleman who works for the company (laughs) he's tall how tall is he i think she was like six five six five yeah he was tall yeah he was really tall (laughs) put him in that white kind of like uh Mm -hmm. kind of like futuristic kind of uh, outfit Mm -hmm. so like i kind of wanted to create like or I wanted the audience to feel like, oh, they don't live here. Yeah. So it's like different person. Talk. They're a different person, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just not showing up in a casual outfit. <laughs> yeah. There's context. The yeah. thing, the thing about your film is so interesting is that like this is the future too, right? Where like people are gonna meet each other at work mm-hmm. online, they're gonna talk mm-hmm. to each other on Zoom, but mm-hmm. they'll never meet each other in person. Like I just had my brother-in-law who's been mm-hmm. whole, who's been working at home for two and a half years mm-hmm. he just went on a on like a like kind of like an excursion with his co-workers he mm-hmm. in, for three years he never met any of these people yeah. before yeah right yeah and, I, was, I was like I also was inspired by my sister because she was also like she's been working remotely like for two yeah. years and stuff and like she actually moved the company pretty recently and so, like, the company she worked before, she actually didn't end up, like, meeting anyone <laughs> in yeah. person. And that was very strange. So I was, like, then I sort of added, like, use that for, like, the script. <laughs> and no, it's, it's, so, it's such interesting emotions, right? Like, it's, yeah. like, this is yeah. what, this is what kind of the future is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of touching on then like why the origami or you're like into like you do you origami yourself? Uh, that was also um I was actually like trying to develop my script more and I was looking for like a physical object that sort yeah. of represents their like connections, like their relationship. And I was like explaining to my friend about like the whole process and while I was talking I was just holding <laughs> your origami but and then she decided to like like what about if you just use that sort of like the origami as like yeah. an element I was like yeah that's cool yeah that would, yeah, that would, that would be cool so, and then I added so, so what like, did you I think is this got all these elements from everywhere yeah no it's so interesting what did you think about the audience feedback video that we sent you oh uh, it was it was really nice and it was really interesting because i never really get to um like listen other people's feedback like from people i don't really know mm-hmm. and also like who actually didn't really know any information about myself because so far like most of my audience was like school friends like all my friends were like family members and because like they've watched me doing all these process while I make this film so they already knew 
some information on my film. So I wasn't really sure if people watched my film, like without any information, like then would they really get what I was trying to say or like would they get the concept of it? So it was really nice to like hear from them. Yeah. So what do you, so you've, you've, you've graduated so far? You've graduated already? Yeah, I graduated like this June. So what are you doing now? I recently moved to New York in September. So I'm like still sort of like unpacking. And oh, congratulations. <laughs> and, and now like currently job searching, I guess. And so yeah, where, do you, where do you live? In Brooklyn? Uh, yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. Like it's like near Bushwick. For some reason, I knew that. I don't know. I never, I just like, whatever, <laughs> where you are, I just I felt that you were in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like Brooklyn, so. So you you like, where are you working now or? No, I'm like doing, I'm like trying to do some like freelance now and also like job searching at the same time. But I also kind of want to start just idea like idea developing for different ideas I had so I could be prepared when I'm ready yeah to shoot something that makes total sense well I wish you the best uh with your film and mm -hmm. uh, I think that you're gotta you hopefully you keep making movies and we'll talk when you make your next movie yeah thank you thanks good luck in New York thank you one two three four five six seven Slamazo!